Okay, welcome back to another episode of 20 Minutes at the Bar, the show we prove every week we can talk about any random topic for 20 minutes. Happy Black History Month. Yay. Fuck all that Valentine's Day shit. <laughs> President's Day? Love sucks. Yeah, President's Day? Fuck it. Black History Month. <laughs> Go black people. So anyway, uh, you heard me yell about Black History Month. So, uh, yeah, we're going, we are going to do a topic that popped in my head, uh, what, two weeks ago? Three. Yeah. I, it is called Favorite Black People. It can be famous or not. I don't care. You just say a name. And like, it's a black person. It was my teacher. Like, oh, okay. Cool. cool. Who wants to start? I think Katie does. Katie, go. I'm not going to take your person. I'm going to holler up on it, though. My answer's Otis, but yeah. he's been trying to move himself down my list all night. So. <laughs> Maybe he's not. This morning it was Otis. Now, yeah, when you told me this topic, it was Otis, but it's moving. He's slowly moving down the list because <laughs> he keeps fucking with me. It's reasonable. Uh, no, but it's Otis. He's my favorite. Yay! I think, well, yeah, Katie gets to go first because I think any of us is going to say Otis. <laughs> Otis, yay! Okay, next topic. I assumed he was off limits because we all thought that. No, no, no. That's why I said in a message, Katie gets to go first and say oh, the obvious but then, one. But then, oh, I thought the, <laughs> the obvious one is not Michael B. Jordan. That was Otis being yeah, that was salty great. over yeah. here. I, I just Fun fact, Otis in, was like the Lord up here, and then so we talked about all the people who are less than. When we started dating in 2011, uh, I like did a. I made a. If my life became a movie and I like cast it out, nice. And Michael B. Jordan would have played, played Otis. <laughs> hey, who plays you? Uh, it was Ellen Page. Okay. In now 2011. Yeah. Now I don't know who it is. Yeah. But it's it's not Elliot Page. No. <laughs> but so, in 2011, like Parenthood, Michael B. Jordan was Otis. So. Yeah. I didn't know who he was until Killmonger. Girl, you are missing out. Well, no, no, I sorry, I hadn't seen a movie with him until then. Oh, yeah. I knew who he was. I, I but saw him in Just Mercy. He is amazing in that film. Fruitville Station. Yeah, he's wee little person. Attractive yeah. man. Shit, man. Yes, he is quite easy on your eyes. Quite yeah. easy. <laughs> Anytime I talk about someone that's beautiful, I'm like, and I look easy on my eyes. I always get <laughs> my hand like that. So, my first favorite black person is actually a real person. It was my band director in high school. His name was Aaron Works. And he was an amazing director, and he was bad. He was a bad kid. And so, I always thought, like, shit. He was a bad kid. He told us stories all the time when he was like in school doing bad shit like me and Steve did. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, he's successful and he did bad shit. I can do that too. But it was funny. One story, he said he was on the 50 yard line of the school. He went to the same school, the UTA. He was on the 50 yard line with his white friends. And the security guard's like, hey, you kids, come here. But he was in the end zone. And his friend started walking toward him. He's like, what are y'all doing? He's like, but the, the cop. He's like, we are 50 yards away. He cannot catch us. And they were like, oh. And he started running the other way. And, like, make it, make it. and he's like, we're 50 yards away. No one can catch you unless you like fall and like break your ankle right now. But just he just thought about things. He was really smart. He used to throw shit at us when we messed up like notes and stuff. It was very... 
soft things. Katie's face. But he was teachers throwing things. That's how you lose credentials. That's bipolar disorder. And we've had directors like that. Yeah. Well, he was he was absolutely (laughs) great. And I miss you, Mr. Works. Sir? Okay, so you say real people, like none of these people on my list are real people. Well, Killmonger's not a real person. No, but Michael B. Jordan is a real person. <laughs> yeah, he's real. <laughs> okay, so first on my list, because uh, Jeff isn't over here to besmirch my history stuff, um, I'm going to go with Claudette Colvin. Uh, I read a book about her probably like 10-ish years ago in a writing project it was something like titled uh, you know her name Claudia Colvin by Philip Hoos H-O-O-S wonderful like mixed media type of thing so there's a lot of like pictures plus articles plus all kinds of other things Um, and that's where I learned that Claudette Colvin was actually the inspiration for the uh, Montgomery bus boycott, but she was a six, 15, 16 year old girl, and she was pregnant at a wedlock. So they couldn't have her be the poster child. Oh, yeah. And so they decided to redo. So she did the exact same thing. She refused to give up her seat to a white man on the bus. She got arrested. And so now she's like an underage pregnant girl with a record. Like, that's not good. So they decide to do the same thing and stage it with a woman who is more respectable. She's married. She has a good job. She's an upstanding person in the community. And that's where we get Rosa Parks. So that was all like a, I mean, it was staged anyway. But like, that was all a staged thing based on the actions of a 15-year-old girl who was like, no, this shit is stupid. So I used to use it for my students. We did like a whole unit about like teenagers changing the world and she was one of them and like Simone Biles is another one. Like just wonderful like teenagers standing up for what's right and changing the world because of it. And everyone likes to point to Rosa Parks as the one that changed the world. Claudia Coleman changed it first, she just wasn't wholesome enough. So I love her story. I remember reading about that. The bar is raucous tonight, and there's only two groups here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Trevor Noah. Hey. I, um, Love I Trevor loved Noah. him as the Daily Show host. Um, I thought he brought a really interesting perspective to American news, essentially being not American, um, and having like his book, uh, Born a Crime, is fantastic. Yes. I highly recommend reading There's it. There's a young reader version too that's Ooh. really great. Um, for youngins that listen to the podcast, I don't know. Like, he's easy on the eyes, but he's also funny as fuck, but then he can be super sentimental. And, yeah. like, I just, the, his, watching his show, it's like you get the news, you get the satire, and then you get, like, heartwarming shit. Like, a real person. People. Yep. Oh, man, I'm so good. His interview with Obama, which I should have picked Obama! Anyways, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just was Trevor Noah, like, and I think he's really relevant right now, and I'm hoping I can't wait to see what he's gonna do, gonna do next. Uh, uh, okay, wait, what's Aaron's? Uh, Aaron left us with an honorable. Tall Aaron left us with an honorable mention. So he had to leave. Aaron went with Jesse Owens. And he was on my list because Jesse Owens was a bitch that just proved <laughs> Hitler completely wrong. He's like, I'll 
This white man is blah, the most blah, blah, perfect master thing. Race. This is like Captain America. And then Jesse Owens just dusted him. And he's like, oh, well, shit. So I love Jesse Owens. I love people when they prove shit wrong. They're like, no, I'm actually the fastest. You know, it's like, oh, well, damn. And Hitler was very salty at that Olympics. He's like, but, but, but you're black. Like, yeah, I'm really good. Master race my ass. Yeah, shame that when he went back to America, everybody cheered for him. When he went back, uh, life was not fun for Jesse Owens when he got back to America. Because so, it was still the 30s. Yeah. I want to say he went back to being a uh, uh, gas station attendant when he most, came back to America. Most Olympians go back to doing normal shit-ass jobs. Yeah. So it fucking sucks. Man's got medals for America, and it's like, well, you can go back to pumping gas. <laughs> I won't really care about you here. Over there, you're awesome. You're not really here, a person when you get back yeah. here. You know? It's a fucking shame. Yeah. Jeff. Uh, by any means necessary, Malcolm X. Come on. <laughs> the, dude, the dude made Martin Luther King look reasonable, so yeah, yeah. I, I just, I'm, you know, I just love the fact that he pissed off everyone so much. Like it's just the best to me. It's so it, it's it's funny that that what's the word duality of him and yeah. and Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. They were foils. Yes, and it's weird. Sometimes it's proven to be correct, and sometimes it's not correct. But the characters of Magneto and Professor X were supposedly based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. Yep. Makes a lot of sense if you look at them, because one's like, hey, They're we should stay peaceful. <laughs> the other one's like, fuck that noise. Let's burn it all down and start over. We're like, no, that's a lot of killing. He's like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, it's really cool. You gotta have both sides. Katie. Barack Obama. Yeah. Now she's taking Alexis' this No, it's all right. I can't believe I didn't take it. Barack Obama was the first president that I got to vote for. Um, and he, his whole campaign, his first campaign in 2008, was what really got me into politics, caring about politics at all. Um, and a lot of people my age got us giving any type of fuck uh, about politics. And his ability to rise above all of the shit that he had to deal with in his presidency, the just straight dumb fuckery that is Fox News. <laughs> dumb fuckery. <laughs> um, and the way that his family came out of it unscathed, no scandals, just his heads on their shoulders straight, two girls in college, like, absolutely incredible. Um, Didn't fucking intern. Absolutely, he is absolutely incredible. That reproach. Yeah. I miss him every day, can he please run? Michelle, run! Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, I'm gonna go with another, like, super, like, really cool person. (laughs) Henrietta Lacks. So her cells, and I always mess up words because I'm not that good scientifically, but her cells are the only human cell line able to reproduce indefinitely. Yes. And depending on who you talk to, it's kind of fucked up. Yep. But I I think it's awesome that she's been gone for a very long time, and she's still able to help out with, with shit, which is cool. I think her family's not the biggest fan of it. Of but, course not. No, they're um, really not. It sucks. Right, they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, it's horrible. Also, Absolutely in so. lines of good books, again, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Great book. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, I'm happy you did it. it sucks ass, but yep. it's helped a lot of people out. Sarah. Okay. Um, so next, uh, do I want to go history now that Jeff's here? Um, sure. 
No. Wait. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm on a book kick tonight. I know it's shocking because I'm a librarian. Um, what? Nerd. Uh, nerds. Anyway, so I'm gonna go with Katherine Johnson. There you go. So. If you, yeah, if you haven't read slash watched the film, it was actually a really decent film version of the book. The book is very technical. If you were a math nerd, please read Hidden Figures because it is very good. Um, and you get to read all about this wonderful woman who is like demeaned and spat on and just like completely disrespected for the power of her brain being more than the power of men's brains but also she was dared to be a black woman yeah and her she brain had control over that right yeah. and her brain uh, was amazing so she could like figure really advanced calculations permutations like in her head and helped get men to the moon so she kind of like spearheaded the like calculator like you know fun fact children a calculator used to be like a person like their job title not a piece of things that like piece of equipment that's in your pocket it was like they were a calculator or an app on your phone um and so she her job was to calculate that's a calculator so she was the math brain before computers and everything um and like she adapted too like she led a lot of folks like in her division to adapt to the technology that was growing and while men were like oh no machine could ever replace a human she was like great where's the instruction book because i'm going to be an expert in this yeah. and replace <laughs> the men got it so she did a lot for nasa and a lot for the space program and she's wonderful who's, who's lex is going to say that i can tie it to a book Viola Davis. <laughs> okay. She's one of my favorite actresses. Yeah. She's I love great. everything she's in. She's in. <laughs> she's in. Um, she's and the help, which is also great, but, but she's just such a good actress. Fantastic. She's a force to be reckoned with. Um, on her way to an EGOT. Yep. Oh yeah, she's gonna get that. Yeah, she's she already got it. it. Oh okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It was with her. She won a, a Grammy for her autobiography, correct? Yeah. yeah so she's got an EGOT. Oh. She's kind of a big deal. She is um, kind of a big deal. I just, it's, it's just really great. Like I just every every single thing she's ever in. I'm like all in for it. She's yep. just a, one of the best actresses out there right now. Or ever. I will go with the first published female black author, and that's Phyllis Wheatley. Yep. Yeah, Phyllis Wheatley. She was more a, books. <laughs> yes, more books. <laughs> but like, she was the first. She was a poet. She was uh, one of the first like thought to be one of the first educated enough African American women to actually write and publish a book. Yeah, it's it's a great. If you don't know Phyllis Wheatley, look her up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with my. Language twin, Samuel L. Jackson. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give a fuck? Yep. Yeah, Get these snakes off my motherfucking plane. <laughs> fun fact, Katie also advertises for Capital One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I love Samuel L. Jackson. Everything, he, he pretty much plays just himself in yep. almost all movies, and it's I'm fine with it because... <laughs> seems like the chillest fucking dude like I would love to just hang out and like let's grab a bite and just shoot the shit because yeah. 
You seem so fucking cool. Okay, he seems fun and chill. In Pulp Fiction, he is not chill. Oh no, he's not chill. He but is, he's great. He is freaking the fuck out. That but he's great. He's great. He's just, he just not. <laughs> he is no chill. <laughs> so I'm going movie world, and I'm going with an actor named Dwayne Jones. That might not sound familiar to a lot of people, but he is the lead of Night of the Living Dead, the original one, the black and white one. So some Fantastic. people are like, why is that awesome, Otis? Well, he's one of the, I don't know if he's one of the first, he's one of the first that I remember, black leads in a horror movie to actually do work. He was. He didn't die, to prove a point. Yeah, he, he didn't die at the end, but yeah. everybody died in it. But he was like slapping white people, telling them what to do and shit, and that's weird for back in the day. Um, George Romero, when he cast it, he said he let anybody go. Like, whatever. He didn't have an idea if it was a white or black person. And they were like, Dwayne Jones was the best person for it. That's why he got it. And people were like, but he's black, George Romero. And he's like, he was the best. Why would I say no to the best actor? And they did it. And everybody was like confused. But apparently, the reception was like, I want Ben to live. And it was like, oh shit, people care. That's awesome. Everybody's not like, boo, you're black. I don't like this. He's an amazing character, and like, like I said, any movie where a black guy, when it's a black-white movie, slaps a white person, says "shut up," I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> that's weird as hell. <laughs> it's black and white. You shouldn't be doing that. It's absolutely awesome. So Dwayne Jones, you are fucking awesome. Sarah. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna go with a lady that I kind of grew up with like my dad's a big trekkie so nichelle nichols was in my life from like childhood and that's she a just, crush right there yeah that's a crush right there. um i cut well so i kind of went backwards i went from the movies yeah. to the tv show so she was like you know just like a middle-aged lady in the in the movies but she like you know had command and presence and everything and was like ain't taking no crap from nobody and then you go into the show and she has like the romantic endeavors and stuff like that but i like more so that like a female can be on screen and not be romantically entangled she just has a job to do she's getting it done wasn't that kiss with shatner wasn't that the first like interracial kiss the first interracial kiss on television in america and cool. yeah, people are like, don't do that, you're gonna get canceled. And Gene Roddenberry's like, alrighty then. And it yeah. just did anyway. Uh, like, okay. this is where the story's going, so goodbye now. Michelle Nichols look great. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you get to kiss her. Alright. Yeah. yeah, so going going backwards, it's kind of like, oh man, what was the lady that played Catwoman in the Eartha Kit? Eartha Kit. So going backwards for her, like, same, same. Like, you see them as kind of like a middle aged person first, and they're like, okay, she's beautiful. And then you go back and you're like, hot damn, she gorgeous. Like, it is beautiful. Oh man, like the, the wing eyeliner stuff going on, just like the fabulous hair. Teeny tatty short skirts, like, I'm all here for it. But she was also just wonderful on, like, both of them. Wonderful on the uh, I just gave the politician thumbs up. I was yes. like, yes, yep. ma'am. Oh, oh, I just gave the, the Orange Cassidy. Okay, it's the Orange Cassidy. Great segue to mine. Yep. So one of the Hot most ladies, influential <laughs> black women of the 21st century is Stacey Abrams. I am. I love her. 
I am bummed that she can't seem to win an election in Georgia, but okay. she Gives single handedly, like with, through her organization, her foundation, and her grassroots organizing, has turned that crazy red state into a flipping purple blue. And it's nuts to me. I don't get it. And she's amazing for having done it against all sorts of, of issues. And I really hope one day she can actually. I would like to see her in in federal government somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I don't. I don't get Georgia can whatever, but like <laughs> they don't know what's good for them. Michael Jai White. Hey, hey, I love you. Yeah, just because, just because. Simply, I mean, I threw that shit before I walked in the room. We were talking about Black Dynamite a while ago. But Black Dynamite, I I'm sell drugs to the community. <laughs> no, Michael Jai White. It's fucking awesome. And he's a, a martial shame. artist. He's a fucking he's uh, hilarious. Yeah, it's like that. That black dynamite could have been. You could make it into a serious kung fu movie, and I'd buy it. You could make it into a black exploitation movie, I'd buy it. You could make it into a parody of both, and that's why it's awesome. Yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Jeff just randomly says that line, like, all yeah. the time. <laughs> but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. We're not talking about drugs, and there's Jeff. But Black Dynamite, yeah. all the time. Or cream corn, <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, so I am going with the GOAT, most decorated female athlete of all time, Miss Serena Williams. Yep. With 73 singles titles and 23 doubles titles, two mixed double titles, and four Olympic gold medals. Yep. The woman fucking won, like, an, what, the the European Open Wimbledon, fucking pregnant, like, eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> like, yep. Wait, that baby won also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. baby's in there with and, a tiny tennis and all yeah. And all that anybody could say was how big she looked. Right? Like, how dare she wear, she was wearing like a skirt. Yeah. How dare she wear a skirt when she, or pants when she was supposed to be wearing a skirt or whatever the fuck. I'm like, you want this baby to just fall out on no, the court? What are we doing? No, but she is absolutely inspiring. She basically raised our whole age of people into even knowing what the fuck tennis was. Right. And got the whole younger generation, the kids younger than us, interested in sports and being that because she was the spokesperson for everything in the last 20 years incredible fun fact if you want to check out um people because there's a running thing that people say like oh i could put serena williams in tennis the guys from dude perfect they actually love women but they were like let's prove that to be impossible let's try so it was one-on-one and she killed the guy two-on-one killed those guys Three, there's five, like there's six of them now? Five or six of them, yeah. All of them were on the side of the court. They were able to almost return one of her serves. <laughs> with six people, they were like, okay, we all got all the corners, two in the middle. She can't kill us with a crazy serve. They and were able to touch did, the yeah. ball. They were able to touch it and it just went crazy. They were like, yay, we touched it. <laughs> and she was just on the side smiling. Like, yep. that's the best you can do. Yeah, if you think her. you're better than Dude Perfect, guess what? You ain't. Yeah, that's the best you can do. <laughs> she, like, she served to a volleyball team and they were like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. So, thank you for the sports angle. I'm going with a wrestler. And <laughs> actually, I believe I was with Jeff and Sarah when this person won the heavyweight championship, that's Kobe <laughs> Kingston. Yep. So it came out of a just fluke. Someone got hurt yep. and they couldn't be in the elimination chamber. So he joined it, baby. And then he did awesome. And everybody's like, he should win the belt. And the world was like, yeah, he should win it. And the so, people yep. up top were like, maniac. Yeah. 
don't know. He's kind of small, right? He's not. He goes through all this shit, and his friends actually have to win matches. And the bad guys are like, no, we want to see him win. So they give up. And, like, all this stuff happens, and he wins. Everybody's crying. They show posts from other older black wrestlers. They're like, I would have never gotten that chance. And it's cool to see someone that looks like me the champ of the company and it was so fucking cool and I was like his kids were in the ring kid had the belt holding up I was like ah, it was it was a so moment fucking cool. and I'm sure there was people in the back they were like this guy this is this yeah. is who people like we're putting the belt on him really yeah. and like we just we loved it it was like nine months or whatever of like just yep yes oh it was like nine months of absurdity it, yeah. it was amazing ah, so fun cool but Kobe Kingston it's always a good feeling so, so you said like, probably the chair on sports people went wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having to point that out for a moment. Sports entertainment. Sports-ish. Sports entertainment. Um, I want to go back to uh, to actors, though, with Morgan Freeman. Ooh. Because... Um, That's a good actor. Like, Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies. I know I don't, like, talk about it when we ever talk about favorite movies. It's, like, always in the back burner. Like, oh, man, I do love that movie. It's like, a good-ass movie. Such a good movie. And... His, you know, his narration is so perfect. Even Family Guy did it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it it's is a really good the voice. Best. Fuck, man. Um, He's God and Bruce Almighty. Yes, yes. He's a uh, Vitruvius in the Lego Movie, which <laughs> yep. is like the oh, God character. No. Oh, he was He's God. Vitruvius. Okay. He goes blind. He's got that suck. He's got that sucker that like. This, this staff. Somebody blinds him. He's like, oh, I'm blind. <laughs> you were already yeah. blind. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, because of Shawshank, like I hear like parts of my life narrated, and it's Morgan Freeman in the background. Uh, and I, I think like after that movie too, there's like a whole groundswell of like he needs to do all the nature documentaries. Like I would watch Blue Planet. Oh yeah. Morgan Freeman telling me I'm some fucking penguins. Him, him or Snoop Dogg? So, like, yep. Snoop I want Snoop Dogg Dog and uh, Martha Stewart. No, I want Snoop Dogg and Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh, They're great when, when animals pop up. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> fucking great. Got anything else for Lex? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Chadwick Boseman. Hey, yeah. he was on my list. Just way too. Fl- I mean, they're always too young. Yeah, but um, fuck cancer. Just, just, just a powerful. Again, like we talked about, like Marvel movies and things like that, and how like they make the believable or the unbelievable believable, and and you know, fake country, mm-hmm. like. And I just you believe everything for a minute that he's not like he's a good person and he's a good person in real life. Yeah. You know he started a charity um, or it was like um, helping with um, kids at the university that he was at. I, I think, think so. He established like a scholarship there. Um, no one knew he was sick. You know, yeah. just in, I'm fairly certain he did whatever last movie it was. You could tell he was ill. Um, Rainy's Black Bottom was that the last one? My well, he was sick during uh, the first Black Panther. Oh, absolutely. But I'm trying to think of the last, last thing he did. And Endgame. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He. You could tell he was sick in Endgame. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was the last thing he there's did. There's an interview with everybody from Endgame, and he's like taking a nap. Sleep. And and I remember people were like, oh, he's just tired. He's been up all day. Like, no, look, look at cancer. And he's just like, yeah, he I'm did really chemo tired. all day. I'm very tired. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And so, watching those interviews is soul-crushing when you realize that, like, 
none of those people around him knew, so they were just waking him up because they thought he was tired. Yeah. But then all of us in the audience, like, we know he's tired because of the chemo. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, don't wake him up. Let him sleep. Let yeah. him sleep. Yeah, just let him nap. Yeah. So just someone asks a question, then just tell him that he is. Just let him sleep. It's okay. Just yeah. it works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're talking about people with great voices, I think we have to say James Earl Jones. Yeah, because as we were watching Star Wars during Puff Quiz today. Right? I looked over and was like, yep. you guys know there's no words, right? The neighbor from Sandlot. Yep. <laughs> he sure was. That gigantic dog that changed sizes. He was blind. Uh, I love him in Hunt for Red October as well. Was he? Yep. Yes, he was. He's great in a field of dreams. Yep. yep. <laughs> He's great in a lot of films. <laughs> Okay, so we have like two minutes left, okay. so you can talk Lightning about round? Lightning round. Lightning round. Yeah. Okay, uh, Michael Jordan for getting every '90s kid interested in basketball and yep. sports and anything in general. He was just in charge of everything. Fantastic. Um, fantastic. And then uh, both Missy Elliott and Lizzo for uh, preaching to the world that that girls deserve love too. That they do. <laughs> so I'm going with Childish Gambino or Donald Glover, depending on who it, you're talking to. <laughs> Funny dude, and then one day he's like, I like rapping a lot. I'm going to do it and be great at it. And then he fucking was. And then he's just like, I'm done. It yeah. just dipped out. And like, <laughs> fuck. Like, he's fucking amazing. Like, it, he's, he's great. Jim Kelly. So Bruce Lee is an awesome Asian. Martial artist Jim Kelly is an awesome African-American artist. He was actually in Enter the Dragon. He was yes, in the tournament. It's fucking cool. Jim Kelly, big old afro, tall as fuck. Just beating the shit out of people. He was like, like if, if Bruce Lee was serious, he was like the silly one. He's like, man, we got this. Let's do this. Oh, he was way taller. <laughs> so, then, Chris uh, Rock to Jack Chan. Yeah. And then one of my last ones, Joe Lewis, a boxer. Yeah. Uh, I do like Mike Tyson, too. But Joe Lewis, he's one of the ones that also proved that you don't have to be white as hell and Aryan to be the best. And he just, like, beat the fuck out of Max Smelling, Schmelling in, uh, in the rematch. I think all sports have proven that you don't have to be the one. It's literally the opposite. <laughs> yeah. White Turns people out. are the worst at sports. Yeah, but Joe Lewis. Except for the ones, who, except for the ones yeah. who are throwing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Shout it. And hey, what's, the, what's the table talks? Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> and then oh uh, one female one. Uh, I love me some Pam Greer. Uh, she was in a lot of exploitation films back in the day, Foxy and she got Brown. Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. and she's just fucking beautiful. Uh, really, really, really very beautiful lady. So, Sarah? Um, okay, I had a couple others, and I've forgotten them. But the ones I wrote down, since we're watching Star Wars, Billy D. Williams, Heck yeah. uh, Lando, and... Uh, also Childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah. Solo. Uh, and then um, music realm, Ella Fitzgerald. Because I could listen to her albums all day long. Sarah Vaughn. All day. Oh, she's pretty. And can sing. Look. Yeah. David Diggs is, is awesome. Oh, yes, God. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, he How is. you can be like the quintessential actor, singer, rapper when playing a fucking slave owner of a founder. Yeah. Like, and hold a Guinness record for it. Yeah. It's just, it's like, wait a 
There's probably something simple he can't do because he's so awesome at everything else. He probably can't tie his shoes, right? He probably It's something it's something simple that he's like, dude, what's wrong with your shoes? He's like, you know what? I'm creative. He has Velcro shoes. I'm creative as fuck. I don't need ties. Yeah, there's something he can't do that's so simple. It's something, you know? He's so fucking good at everything else. He's one of those machines that put him socks on. That's right. Yeah. It's just. He's got to be shitty so at something good. easy. It's got to be. All right, I've got two, but I'm going to save one as the very last one, we'll say. No, you this are is the it. You're oh, the last. Oh, I have one. Oh, right, yeah. uh, so, yeah, so the first one, I don't know if this has been said yet, because I was, you know, out for first half of the podcast, but uh, Prince. No. It has not been said no. yet. Okay, the Prince. Because yep. uh, Prince. Because, yeah. Fucking awesome. Like the god <laughs> of music. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. It's Prince. Oh, god. He's, he's, a, he's, he's in the pantheon. He's a demigod. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know if he's, he's like... He, I mean, he's with God, so... Okay. Also that. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Uh, Prince is uh, fucking fantastic. And uh, in the words of Marshall Erickson, are there any black people in Minnesota? Not a Prince is on tour. <laughs> and your second one? And my second one, Space Cowboy. Gotta say, it's not someone up for Terrell because... Uh, I was gonna say it anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say, I gotta throw it in, but yeah, because, uh, you know, it's for the little time I got to have with him. I just, all, all I heard in my head when we were saying, okay, this is our, you know, this is our, our Black History Month podcast, all I heard was Terrell screaming at me, what, what are you going to do on Martin Luther King Day, motherfucker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing Martin Luther King Day, huh? Because it's better than Halloween, huh? That post came up. I know, I saw it. He was like threatening two weeks you because you weren't going to do anything for yep. Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> he, 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 me and Pat, he's like, what are you doing for Martin Luther King Day, huh? <laughs> Oh man, God, I fucking love it. Yep. Yeah, but that's, that's all I heard in my head was Terrell threatening my ass. <laughs> Again. <laughs> here it is so kind of. um if you have any other questions or <laughs> comments or anything about black history month you can tweet us at as long as they're not racist i had a joke somewhere. allentown pod we have an email it is allentown presents at gmail.com we're on facebook at allentown presents or 20 minutes at the bar and if you say some racist shit i'm gonna fucking murder you right this is where we get the most fan mail ever but it's all gonna be like the aryan brotherhood shit. shit we will for sure <laughs> block and report all y'all all y'all asses blocked <laughs> and if you want if you want to tell us anything racist please send it to allentownpod at fbi.com yeah right <laughs> oh no on the new twitter.com it's yes. probably just fine You're right about that but anyway Thank you so much for listening. See you soon, Space Cowboy. And we'll be back next week. It's still February, so I guess we'll come up with another... February topic? Uh, we'll do something. Mm. February not, not Valentine's Day, I'll tell you that. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. What do you have against Valentine's Day? No, I don't. It's just not as good as Black History Month. <laughs> I know. Jeff has something against it. Oh, it's fine. It's just, it's just not Black History Month. So different black topic next week? Yeah. I mean, what can we do? <laughs>